So what what do you call a pony with a sore throat? Is it what I was a couple weeks ago? A little horse? A little horse? You got it. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 I got to find something that you, you don't get because you get them and then it's you got to be stumped and then be like surprised by it. Yeah. That's the problem. Is I've heard I've I've heard way too many dad jokes. That's the problem. I gotta make some up. That's what Did you hear about the restaurant on the moon? Mm, what about the restaurant on the moon? <laughs> Great food, no atmosphere. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All right. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting episode of This Is Getting Old. This is Liam. That's right. And on This Is The Podcast, where we reach back into nostalgia and bring it back to you. I am your host, John, and with me, I have my guest co-host. Uh, this is Clark, John Clark. Clark, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful, man. I'm glad to be here. I'm kind of filling in once again, as uh, maybe you know you know the story more, but Flip couldn't be here. Uh, and yep, as you can also hear in the background, we have a return guest of uh, Mr. Liam, and he is watching some PJ Mask videos. So if you hear him, that's why. He's talking about Gecko. But also this week, we are joined by our third guest on the show. Uh, welcome to the show, Mr. Noob. How are you doing? I can't complain. Yeah, it's pretty happy tonight. Yes, he is. He napped for about an hour, so. You know, Liam, you're gonna you're, you're gonna wake walk wake up. You're gonna go up to the living room or whatever the kitchen. You're gonna find an invoice for Liam's time. He's gonna start billing you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, honestly, I'm okay with it because I just I just purchased the uh, Sony uh, Spider-Man game today, so. As late as he wants to play, stay up, I'll play that. Oh, so I didn't even know a new one was coming out until you mentioned it. Oh, yeah, I'm super excited about this. I've already put about an hour into it. Well, so the newest format of the show, we would like to introduce a pre-show warm-up so that we can kind of feel the rhythm off of each other and kind of just see where the show's going to go. So this week we are going to try a versus episode. And we are going to start with a topic of who would win a fight? James Bond versus Indiana Jones. <laughs> wow. That's a great one. So yeah. it's up to you guys whether or not you want to use weapons or not. Because, as you know, uh, James Bond is very well known for having his gadgets. And Indiana Jones with his gun and his uh, whip. I also think that Indiana Jones has, um, it may ne never been mentioned, like, officially, but he has, like, he's, yeah. the, the, you know, the luckiest SOB alive. Luck is on his side. I, I won't disagree with you on that. Yeah. I think it really depends on which version of Bond we're talking about, too. Yeah, I mean, you either talking about the Sean Connery version, who the most violence I saw him do was maybe do, like, a karate chop. Right. He got his ass kicked by a fat Asian man with a hat. <laughs> <laughs> but you Maybe also you have... you go with a Daniel Craig or a Pierce Brosnan. You also have Daniel Craig who's going to break a guy's neck in any instant. <laughs> and he's just a badass in general. <laughs> or Single-handedly able to fight off armies. 
I mean, you also have Roger Moore, who pretty much was just a joke. <laughs> and honestly, was way too old to be playing James Bond at the time. Yeah, but I feel like James Bond purists would say that like he is James Bond. Well, I don't know if you know this, but actually James uh, Roger Moore was on the short list before Connery actually got the original role. Uh, what, about, what about Timothy Dalton? Timothy Dalton would kill someone. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And also, it also depends if you're murder. talking. About, it also depends on which version of Indiana you're talking about. Because if you're talking about uh, Temple of Doom, I think he could put up more of a fight. I don't know. Bond, I think, has more resources, and just in general, I yeah. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm going with Bond too. But I mean. I don't know if you guys liked it. What was that? What was that last um, Indiana Jones movie called? Like this Kingdom of the Crystal Skull or something like that? Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea what you're talking about. I've purged that from my brain. Yeah, I mean that was just terrible. <laughs> like every bit of it was terrible. And that's like the last <laughs> glimpse of of the franchise that I remember. So I don't know. And every Bond is badass. I don't care who you are. Like it's just guys want to be him, right? Every guy wants to be him. Girls want to be with him. Come yeah, on. Double seven would just get a high-powered rifle and take him out before we even know what's going on. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Except for if it's, uh, you know, Lazenby, because right no one cared about the Lazenby movie. I think we're all in consensus, then, that Bond would probably win this. Yeah, I want to not be I want to argue the other side, but I don't think I can. That's hard, too. I mean, honestly, one-on-one, if there's no gadgets or anything, I want to say Harrison Ford's got this, but against Craig, I I really think Daniel Craig would murder him. Yeah, I really think the only way Indy chance is if, like, uh, I don't even think. It doesn't even make sense. They'd end up teaming up, and they'd find some way to destroy the Nazis again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's that luck X factor. I'm telling you, he's the luckiest SOB. So, this week, we're actually going to be talking about two different networks of television. And uh, one of them is very familiar to the people that are probably listening right now, uh, is Nick Jr. The other one is actually our friend up north here, Noob, is going to uh, discuss for us. It's YTV. For people that are not familiar with YTV, can you explain to the listeners... Exactly what was YTV? YTV. Oh. Well, it was essentially just a Canadian English broadcast uh, system for cartoons. Um, had initially like uh, preschool stuff on in the morning and then teen stuff on in the afternoon. Um, I remember watching Reboot on there and uh, a bunch of different shows. Dragon Ball. Um, even when I was younger, The Adventures of Dudley the Dragon. And, I don't think I really watched it, but I remember seeing bananas and pajamas come across there. (laughs) I remember Dudley the Dragon and uh, bananas and pajamas, but I think that might have been Disney here. (laughs) Anyways, what I was on. Uh, Some of it was ABC, and I know Dudley the Dragon was YTV. Whatever I said. Yeah, it's, it's interesting how many shows you had on one network that we have a bit different here, because... You already said Bananas and Pajamas. I, th- I believe that was, uh, it was, I think it was Disney. Then we had Nick Jr., Nickelodeon, 
Fox, ABC Kids, WB Kids, PBS. I mean, we have a ton of different networks just for kids shows. I don't even remember the Disney Channel when I was a kid. Nothing like that. I think it was a Family Channel. I don't remember what it was before that, though. What, what about you, Clark? Do you happen to remember any of the other cartoon channels? Well, I'm so old that there's only three channels. I'm just kidding. I, don't um, I mean, it's so weird now because now that I'm, you know, that I'm older, I, I think of Nick Jr. I think of, or you know, I think of some of the older shows and older, older cartoons and and things like that. But now that I've seen probably, you know, two thousand hours of of shows since I've had, you know, I got a five year old daughter. Um, it's like you say, Nick Jr. The first thing that I think of is like. You know, Bubble Guppies or Paw Patrol. You know what I mean? Like, cause that's oh, yeah. what I've been watching recently. Yeah. Um, and this is just—it's just always on. Uh, my wife's a huge Disney fan, so we've been—we've we, been watching Disney Junior shows also. But I, I just, yeah, my, in my memory, I really—I I can't think of an actual um, network or another channel that that you know showed cartoons um, besides like the local network shows. Mm-hmm. Well, I know that like. Nick Jr. here came out in 95. You're cleaning? Good job. Uh, yeah, Nick Jr. came out here in 95, and the first animated show for just Nickelodeon in general was Doug. So it took them four years before they truly got children's programming running specifically just for children with Nick Jr. Right. And then with well, Doug Funny. I know with us, like at least in 95, 96, I remember shows like Little Bear, uh, Rupert the Bear, uh, Franklin the Turtle, Gullah Gullah Island. That was some of the stuff that I remember watching in the morning before I went to school. I just had a quick look, and it looks like the Family Channel was 1988 to 1999. It was a mirror of the U.S.'s Disney Channel. Okay. So did you have DuckTales on there? Um, I can remember seeing DuckTales for sure. Yeah. Uh, I can look further down here and see if it was, but uh, I definitely remember seeing DuckTales. Like it says, it was a mirror of your Disney channel, so everything you guys had on Disney should have been the same as the family channel. Okay. That's strange. What if, so, someone, someone school me, like, teach me, you know, and the listeners maybe, um, like what kind of contracts and things like that are involved in like Disney crossovers in I don't know in another country? For, you know, like h- how is that possible? You know what I mean? Like, or what kind of money would would change hands, or what kind of contracts would go into place for that? Does that make it's really sense? Really hard. It's really hard to say. They're probably just doubling up on uh, all of their contracts. You know what I mean? But I, mean, I guess I'm just saying, like, why not call it Disney? Like, why? Like, because that means that third party came in. To show it, why not just have a Disney Channel? Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. It might be purely the different shows that are trying to broadcast them. Because I know that one of the shows that, one of the podcasts that I actually do listen to, it is an Australian podcast, and they discuss every single episode of the DuckTales. So, (laughs) I mean, obviously, it. I'm not sure if they watched it on the Disney Channel, but I know it reached out to them. So right. I mean, I remember I remember DuckTales, I remember, you know, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, all those. Um, and I love Darkwing Duck by the way. Maybe a whole another spin off um, podcast. But we can talk about the I could talk about it for for days. I mean, um, 
we might have to do in a full-on just duck cartoon episode just because duck. there's just yeah. so many during that time period. Uh, the amount of cartoons we watched as a kid, still remember. Well, I remember because uh, Darkwing Duck. If you truly watch it, it takes so much from Batman. Like, there's so many Batman references in that show, and it's weird because, like I said, Batman the animated series is actually Fox, whereas Darkwing Duck is Disney. So it's like a weird playoff of each other. It's interesting. The one that truly spurned this entire episode was actually uh, Rupert the Bear. New, you brought that to my attention, and we, I, like I said earlier uh, when we were discussing this, outside of you talking about it, I remembered it a little bit. I remember the name, but it didn't ring any, like, it ring any bells until I looked it up on YouTube. And once that voice and the theme song came into play, I knew exactly what you were talking about. I remember waking up every day and making sure that I watched it before school. Just this cool little white bear with a red scarf. He always seems so smart. Mm-hmm. And it's, I looked it up. It had They've had a ton of different voice actors play that role. And it's weird because I only, only remember like one voice. So I think they kind of just mimicked off of each other rather than give it its own originality. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. This is uh, Ben Sanford, I believe, to start. Yeah. But uh, uh, I'm not sure. Well, maybe we should start with Rupert the Bear. Like, where, where did that come from? Wasn't it a, and I'm sure you guys know, wasn't it a comic before? I know it was a what? novel, like a kid's novel. I mean, like, I'm talking yeah, about, like, series of books. 20s or something. Like, pretty, I mean, it's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, so I looked up. I just looked it up, and so like, there's a. It looks like a, the genre adventure comics um, publication date for Rupert was 1920. Well, okay, yeah, that's way older than I anticipated. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. It does say it have a Nordic European uh, country's influenced the visual of the cartoon, but <laughs> that's probably why I died 1920. That's intense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it definitely does have a UK kind of vibe when I listen to it. I'm not. That's that's for sure. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, the books came out every year since 1936. That's nuts. This thing is. I'm literally looking at all the numbers. There has been 82 books. Wow. That's insane. <laughs> I did not know yeah. this. Are they still coming out? Uh, the last one I looked at right here uh, was 2017. Yeah, that's incredible. Hey, we try not to use language on this show. Yeah, this show was intended for a G audience. Maybe let's go PG. I've heard maybe two curse words and one was shit, so I'm okay with that. And there's actually right here in the 1980s. Uh, video game publisher actually made Rupert uh, video games. There's at least two. What are you supposed to do in those video games? Oof. I mean, it's 80s, so it can't not be much. <laughs> 80? 85 and 86. Wait a minute, so what was that? The, was that on Atari? I'm trying to look it up right here. It's for the Commodore 64. Oh my word. Yeah, so... <laughs> Rupert and the Ice Castle. That is nuts. Yeah, the other one is Rupert and the Toymaker's Party. <laughs> Sounds cool. 
Yeah, so Commodore 64. I can honestly say, born in the 1990, I never played on that system. <laughs> Uh, 1986. Rupert has a number of magic ice pills and will revive his friends. He must find and give each of them an ice pill in order to set them back to their hometown Nutwood. <laughs> oh <my laughs> sounds really cool. It is. It sounds obnoxious. I'm not gonna lie. Sorry, he's running around giving his friends pills. You know what those developers in the 80s were thinking? Oh yeah. <laughs> With their synthesized music and crazy bastards. Oh my god. So each time Rupert is hit is hit by a toy, he will lose one ice pill. If he's left with no pills, he will freeze himself. Yeah. Gotta have those ice pills. It's kinda morbid. <laughs> Couldn't have his pills, he's gonna kill himself, is what you just said, it sounded like. Essentially. Essentially. But it's it's weird that I've never heard about the video games. I didn't know about... I knew the books existed. I just didn't know in the 1920s. 1986 was a few years before I was born. But yeah. I, I was right. So the first TV series came out in 1991, and it lasted to 1997. And it lasted 65 episodes. And it took place on Scottish TV, so through the BBC. Yeah, I've honestly, just full disclosure, never seen an episode... Um, but it looks really cool, and I'm definitely learning a lot today. I know that I have VHSs at my house from shows that we used to record back in the day. A lot of it was Nick Jr., and that's actually how I was able to watch a lot of Rugrats back in the day, too. Yeah. You know, call back to our first episode. But... There you go. See what you did there. But... Really... <laughs> I remember that. I remembered it being followed up by either Franklin the Turtle, which I remember that being a book series as well, Little Bear, and then I would see Rupert the Bear. And Rupert the Bear seemed way more educational than the other shows because they went to different countries, they met different uh, ethnicities, and like learned the foods that the other ethnicities were uh, eating. So it was way more of a out-of-the-box learning experience rather than something like Little Bear where they just dealt with bullying or you know even lighter issues than that. It definitely made you more interested in the world and learning about different people and, I don't know, maybe even a little more accepting of different cultures. Mm-hmm. I think and that's... I could be wrong, but it seems like um, back then, every... I don't know, you can watch like even sitcoms in the, in the 90s and 80s. Like There's always some kind of underlying... like. Uh, like this is this is how the world should be, and it's like okay, there's this of course like a problem they solve it, and then some kind of a like like let's dust you off and and teach you something. You yeah, know? I feel like they're missing like, a lot of shows are missing that now. I really I, I really liked it because I grew up of course in the '90s, but like the whole the whole campy you know style, right? There's a, there's an end and it's like a happy tidy. All about the songs nowadays, I think. It did, I think because it was more of a cultural show and it spread itself out more, it was able to reach different countries because you had Canada, France, uh, Scot- uh, Scotland, uh, I'm saying that right, right? Scotland? It's, for some reason, it's not sounding right in my head when I'm saying it for some reason. Um, yeah, Scotland, you had Australia, South America, uh New Zealand, so right here it's reaching several different places across the globe, and that's not even worldwide, and that's not even including the U.S. So yeah, that's it's it had an incredible reach 
So in like 1920, when you're writing something, I wonder if you, I mean, especially then, you didn't imagine, hey, in the 90s, we're going to have a show that is worldwide. <laughs> I, I don't have thought that far ahead. I wonder if the 1920 version is even uh, close to as culturally accepting as the more recent version of Rupert the Bear. Of course not. They probably had um, a lot of a lot of things that today would be like, oh my goodness. Being that he just slap his mom. I don't know. Well, being that it's a more European based thing, it, it might. It's not as culturally inappropriate as early times America. <laughs> sure. Uh, I'm trying to see because I'm I'm seeing here that. Uh, Rupert the Bear actually had a stop-motion animated uh, television series that was being produced between 2006 and 2008. I never actually heard about this. Well, like a rerun of it, or it looks like, like it's series. reproduced. It like they try to make it a new series. So 06 to 08 is that the um, follow the magic? Yes, follow the magic. Yeah. They had notable changes on the characters that Rupert would wear trainers slash sneakers, and his fur was a slight tan rather than the white. Hmm. What about the good tan? Like, I don't know, the white seems like it'd be, okay, definitely you would remember this white bear, right? That's There's what gotta be some, that's In the what boardroom, someone was like, let's make him tan. Like, it's going to solve some kind of issue they had. Let's make him tan. I remember it. I remember that's what made him pop out so much was the white fur. Like, that's sure. what made him stand out. Well, the white on the red with the yellow scar. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely popped out a lot more. And then you also <laughs> had a couple different things like uh, Pong Ping. I remember that character. And uh, they change it to an actual female. Hey, that's good. So they definitely did changes to try and... But yeah, they did definitely did changes to try and bring a new crowd to it, I guess. I just love that old theme song. It's pretty much just a musical intro. Oh, it's very much just a musical intro. Still, I don't know. It's not magical, but <laughs> I think just watching it. What's up, Actually, it's picked up by that bird and flown over the castle. I don't know, Sounds I so cool. I've got to see, I've, I've, honestly, like I said, full disclosure, don't never seen it. So you guys are selling me. That's fine. You'll have to watch an episode with your daughter. Yeah, it's it's I actually will. a very interesting show. I think there might be an interest for her, honestly. Well, good. Uh, she, I mean, she likes anything, you know, a lot of things. Almost anything, once she sits down in front of the TV, she likes it. I mean, it, honestly, but, um, like, you know, like I said, like the Bubble Guppies, the Paw Patrols, things that have color, things that, that are just vividly, um, you know, outstanding to her. She just, and she's five, so she can, she knows what they're saying. You know, but even when he has a baby, of course, it's like put him in front of the TV and um, they see the color. It's like wow! Like even at five years old, you know, my daughter still does that. Yeah, that is what led us to the different networks and learning about YTV and everything like that. Well, can I ask a question? Yeah, go ahead. I feel like I was the only person in the world who who watched Gargoyles. You, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, definitely I, not. I definitely, no? I definitely I love, remember Gargoyles. I love Gargoyles. Like, no one at school talked about Gargoyles. So I watched it, and it was like before school I'd watch, I'd watch like, getting ready or whatever. And 
I want to talk about it, but no one, no one at school talked about it. And it was like my favorite, man. I mean, it was so cool. I don't know. You tell you because they had to. Like a guy buys, you know. I mean, he. he yeah, I'm going to slaughter this because it's been a while. But like, you know, he he, he brings the castle above, like maybe it's the, the New York skyline, because um, it had like the castle had to be uh, above the uh, the clouds and like to bring these gargoyles back. And, I mean, it was so cool, man. Okay, so I'm going to only correct you just a little bit. Please do, please do. Because I totally know what you're talking about. I love the gargoyles. So gargoyles was a. Disney Channel show, okay, and uh, the guy's name was Xanatos. That was the guy, that was I t- totally remember that. So gargoyles took place during like medieval Scotland, and they they were actually betrayed by, I believe it was like the wizard or something like that during that time period. But he betrayed them and turned them to permanent stone rather than just nighttime right, stone. Right. And when the castle got transported to, I think it was New York City, and put on the Sky Rise, that's actually when they were uh, cured, I guess, of being permanent stones. And then they were now modern-day characters. And oh yeah, definitely New York. Because didn't they like their names are like Brooklyn and like Lexington and yes, uh, God, Brooks, Brooklyn, Lexington. Uh, let me. I'm literally gonna pull it up right here because. Yeah, you know what? I probably should do the same thing. We yeah. do have computers these days. Yeah, I absolutely f- love this show. And uh, before I uh, we talk about that part, but there is a rumor that the director of the movie Get Out wants to make a live action Garcoils movie. You're kidding me? No. no. No, no, no. That would be amazing. So you had. Yeah, his his name was David Xanatos. That was the <laughs> villain. You had Goliath, which was your main guy. He was the leader of the the clan. Then you had Hudson, Brooklyn, Lexington, Broadway, Bronx. Yes. Okay. So I know I was excited about the um, wasn't the there was like a um, a female detective, right? Yes. And she was like, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I was a you know young boy. I thought she was really cute. <laughs> so, um, but I mean, she was, I mean, she, um, was really, I mean, I don't know, I, I really like the, sh- the, the show, and like, look, thinking back about it, I really should go back and revisit it. Um, because I know there's a, like, Macbeth was like a bad guy, right? Wasn't there a Macbeth? I'm trying to see here. Like, I'm looking at all the protagonists, so that doesn't help the. Because you had Demona. This show went farther than I remember. They had London clans, they had like Japanese clans, Guatemalan clans. I don't remember any of these. So uh, there's, there's a point where there's like an entire arc where I mean it was like it felt like a season where like Goliath and what was the what was the um, Demona? They had a they had a kid, right? Yes. And then she she was involved, but then it's like her and someone took this boat trip and they would be in a different country each time. Yeah, it was uh, the the, da- about? the daughter's name was Angela. Yes. Okay. Well, I've got to go revisit. Marvel did a comic for them, which only ran ten issues. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that Marvel does way more comics than they realize. Like animals. Like I read, I read some of their Star Wars comics, which weren't bad, but there's only a few issues. Like the old stuff or the ones that came out within the last five years. 
Just some of the recent ones. Okay, so yeah. Yeah, ever since they, they uh, Disney purchased the rights to Lucas, they brought it back. Actually, the original Star Wars comics back in the, uh, I believe the 70s, was uh, Marvel. I have to bring this up because it's been, it's been like running through my head since you guys started talking about gargoyles, but yeah. Biker Mice from Mars. Oh, oh my god, god, did I love that show. God. You know what? We're gonna, we'll have to save it because I, I, we should do like a anapomorphic cartoon like hero episode because you had <laughs> Biker Mice from Mars, you had, uh, was it Street Sharks, Ninja Turtles, oh, yeah. like there were yeah, so nice. many shows like that. <laughs> yeah, Street Sharks was good too. <laughs> I love Street Sharks. That stuff was awesome. They had some really good action figures. And if you, uh, if anybody wants, if you're familiar with who Vin Diesel is, and if you aren't, then what's wrong with you? But Vin Diesel had a commercial in the '90s that where he actually was like showing off all the Street Sharks toys. I have to look that up. It, it, yeah, definitely watch that. It's on YouTube. It's freaking hilarious because it's very it's still bald Vin Diesel but it's very skinny Vin Diesel very skinny oh it's called Hand Shark <laughs> I remember you want to look it up on YouTube Hand Shark I remember Hand <laughs> he's got the biggest mouth of them all <laughs> so Here's a question for you guys. So, from the original YTV for you, Noob, uh, from Nick Jr. today, is there anything back in the old days that still exists today? Back in the old days? I don't know. I don't really think so. I mean, Dragon Ball has continued forever. I think it's on to... I don't, I don't even know what it's called. XG now or something crazy? I know they just finished Super... Uh, in Japan back in May. I know they're, I think they're on like 76 episodes now. I know there's 131. And I mean, uh, Power Rangers just started up again, so I mean, it's still around today, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Power Rangers is one of those weird continuations. They actually just hit their 25th anniversary. Wow. And the coolest Power Ranger of them all, I believe I just posted it on Facebook. I'll, if I can find it again, I'll put it on the... Uh, I'll put it on the Getting Old page, but it's actually a video of Tommy using all of... Because he's been in, I think, four different generations of Power Rangers, so he has all those different suits all in one, like, morpher, and he just constantly is morphing to a different suit throughout the battle and everything. It's pretty awesome. Wow. Yeah, if I, I'll, if I find it again, I'll post it on the group page. It's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, make sure to get that out. That'd be cool. Maybe we can throw it on the website too. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. A fun fact: they premiered on August twenty eighth of nineteen ninety three on the Fox Kids Weekly Afternoon Block. Wow. I watched that at a young age. I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, because I think the movie came out in ninety five, right? Or is it ninety six? Uh, which one? I mean, there's a whole bunch of movies. Well, the the very first one, the Power Rangers movie with Ivan Ooze. Ivan Ooze. Yeah. You know, the one that looked like the Apocalypse <laughs> character from the uh, X-Men Apocalypse movie that came out? Uh, 95. Uh, Honestly, the only shows that I still remember going are, like, PBS shows. Like, uh, or Ar Arthur and Dragon yeah, Tales lasted a long time. Honestly, if... 
Mr. Rogers was still alive, I'm sure his show would still be going. Well, should we just keep going? I mean, I I know that I know that Muppet Babies are um, was around when I was a kid. Now there's a reboot. Muppet Babies. Muppet Babies. Never heard of that. The Muppet Babies was the only good baby show that there was. Looney Tune Babies. That movie. That show is trash. Literally, Muppet Babies was the only thing that was actually entertaining. Yeah, I agree. And now, see, it's funny now is that they're if you watch the new one that's on now, which my daughter watches, they aren't like babies. They're not in diapers. They're almost like toddlers slash, I mean, almost you know, five year olds. Yeah, they're Um, weird because it's like a weird animation too that I don't really like. Well, it's all updated. It's all that like you know, it's animated, but it's also three D, like really computerized. Mm The doubt that anything was even drawn. It was all probably all done in computers, which is just fine. Um, but kind of in the in the vein of, of yeah. us, you know, this podcast itself, we're getting old. I would argue that all the new the new look of, of like even Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, like when I first saw that, I was like, "What is this? It's plastic." You know? Oh yeah. No one drew that. Yeah. It was all you know circles and and, and triangles on a computer that were put together. Um, my opinion, humble opinion. No, I, I I get it, and I can be frank. I don't like a lot of the new art style that they use for the stuff because computer generated is actually cheaper to make than actually hiring an artist to come in and actually make it animated. Yeah, it's a car. Yeah, I, I know that graphic artists are artists. That's I think that's not what we're saying. I think what we're saying is like putting pen to paper, pencil to paper, erasing, getting it right. Um, that art's gone. Yeah. Yeah, you don't see that often anymore. It was CBS. CBS was Muppet Babies. Art styles definitely have changed. I mean, I'll give you that because, like I said, the the computer graphics, the computer animated stuff is just cheaper to produce because there's already clips that they have of it that they just, just, again, just throw it in and they reproduce it. That way it's cheaper. You don't have to come up with an artist to animate something. I think that's one of the things why a lot of the early 90s shows you don't see anymore or they have been rebooted. For instance, like you just said, Muppet Babies has been rebooted. They're planning on rebooting Rugrats. We talked about that in the very first episode that we did. Uh, I think there was another one, too, that they're talking about rebooting. I know, like I mentioned, Gargoyles, they've been talking about bringing that back live action. That's So, so exciting to me. I think, like I said, it's just cheaper to do things now and maybe reboot some of the successful stuff in the early 90s but like you don't see Barbara uh, was it Barbara the elephant you don't see that in Barbara Bar- Bar- what is it Bar- Barbara 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 I always thought it was Barbara is it, it might be Barbara you're right Babar I don't know I've, oh, I've never been able to say it right <laughs> I feel like I should be able to. It's the same thing with Bernstein Bears or Bernstein Bears. I, I never know how to pronounce that either. It was always Steen. I'm from the South, so I don't know if that has anything to do with it. But it was always Steen. Is there anything from the early 90s that you would like to see rebooted from those early cartoon kids shows for children? I'm going to go ahead and say... Um, well, you said cartoons, right? Yeah. 
I, there's I, a ton of good TV shows. I'd, I'd love to see a reboot of Rupert, but it seems like it's kind of still going. <laughs> I think the only problem with, uh, like I said, Rupert is, that was what we said, 2006, 2008. So, I mean, it's been about 10 years. Do you think they can get that up and running again? I Probably not. I mean, the remake it, but it'd almost be ruining it. I think the one problem with educational shows today is people's attention spans are way shorter. So I don't know if they'll be able to truly appreciate a show that is culturally sensitive and trying to get you to learn about other cultures and ethnicities. I think now it's more about, oh, this one's, in, this is your map. He's going to sing you a song about being a map. Yeah, talking about Dora the Explorer, right? Amen to that. I'm the map from oh, something like that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't. We don't watch that one for some reason. I think she just didn't like it. But um, yeah, that's I, a, I, I get you. That's a good thing. You could always reboot Sailor Moon. Oh, I would watch that. <laughs> All the weirdos would watch that too, right? Yeah. 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 It's interesting. But um, before we wrap this up. Uh, I just want to hear uh, one final thing from all of us. Uh, what have you been doing, or what have you heard recently that truly grinds your gears? I don't know. There's a lot of things that grinds my gears. I mean, people not finishing seven rounds in late. And <laughs> but, Again, it, but we, I know I, the biggest thing for me, I guess, is just the kids' TV shows today and just how. Uh, it's more visually appealing than anything else. That's all they're going for. It's frustrating. And I don't know, I find it gives me more of a headache than anything watching these cartoons nowadays. Well, I know if... Here's what grinds my gears. I watched uh, about a year ago uh, way too many episodes of the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. And as much as it's, again, colorful and bright and they sing songs, they just reuse the first... Three minutes of the show, and the last three minutes of the show, there's six minutes. So take out the commercials. You now have ten minutes of an episode you have to write, and they more often than not, you, you see the same scenes from other episodes just pieced together. So it's so cheap and easy to make this stuff. And again, it's not really educational. It's bright color. Here's your attention, and then the episode's over. So that that's what grinds my gears. Watching stuff like that, I just find it lazy. And it's just cheap and easy for them to do. What about you, Clark? So we're we talking about in in the world or, or specifically anything, um, anything. Cartoon? What grinds my gears is I can play Splatoon, Splatoon Two on the Switch, and I can see myself getting a little bit better, right? No matter how many times I play golf, I just suck. <laughs> that grinds my gears. <laughs> I can play a hundred days in a row, and I'm still just terrible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe you don't. I, don't I, I totally get that, because I suck at golf. <laughs> <laughs> I played with my dad a couple of days ago, and it was really, it was really, it was, it's fun. I like doing it. Uh, I just, the ball doesn't go where I want it to go. Yeah. Hey, you give me a golf card, I'm a happy guy. There we go. Oh, yeah, you're, that's your Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, trust me, I've seen you on Fortnite, of course, you. I actually was watching Sam play right before we were recording, and she started getting on the golf cart without you. And I was like, are you playing with Noob? She's like, no. And I'm like, then get off the go his golf cart right now. I don't want to see you on there without him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
Well, this has been an episode of This Is Getting Old. Uh, you can uh, find us on our Facebook group at This Is Getting Old. You can find our, us at our website at gettingoldpod.com. You can also email us directly at gettingoldpod at gmail.com. I read every email that comes in. So far, it's just been spam. No, one, no one's emailing me. It's kind of upsetting. So if I could just get a random email, even if it's about how your day's been going, uh, maybe I'll respond to it. But I'm definitely going to read it. Uh, if anyone wants to find me on Instagram, you can find me at uh, Mulligan Epilogue. Clark, Noob, it's anybody want to share their stuff? Oh yeah, you know, check out Noobtown, streaming the uh, Splatoon 2 gameplay daily. Alright. Yeah, and then uh, don't look for me, as always. Don't try to find me at all, because I just, I like um, being anonymous if I can, which isn't ever going to really happen. I'll try and stream Clark. Yeah, and then last thing, shout out to, um, I mean, we're missing Flip today because, I mean, part of it is because his favorite, I guess, rapper of all time, Castaway, Mac Miller. Right? Yes. Yep. So shout out, like, rest in peace, brother man. Rip. Boom. Liam, can you say bye? Can you say bye? No, don't. Do you want to leave it on? What about this? Can you say bye-bye? No. No? You don't want the show to end? It's okay. What's funny is for the listeners, see, I can see, we're on Skype right now. And I can see Liam, and he says, "He says, you know, um, John's like, okay, you know, say, say bye, say, you know, he just shot a bird. <laughs> he shot a bird straight at the camera. Y'all didn't see that, but I saw it. Uh, I'll, I'll have to replay it. Okay, he didn't really do that. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I was like, what? Did he really? <laughs> he did not. He didn't. I'm like, he can barely hold up the two fingers to tell me he's counting to two. No, but it's funny because I have a newborn, and like, he does weird things, and." The other day, she looked like she was literally shooting a bird right at my face. 